0: Hello, and welcome to the Bring It On podcast. I'm your host, Erin, photographer, obsessed runner, self-proclaimed crazy person with a gift for sharing advice, embarrassing life experiences, health, fitness, and a life's mission of busting you out of your excuse-driven mindset. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hey, friends and neighbors, how goes it? welcome sunday almost afternoon it's 11 30 august 23rd and the day before my kids go back to school hallelujah praise jesus thank you god for school we all need it oh do we ever all need it so nobody else is home right now except me And I just finished my last long run slash long workout of the week before Saturday's race. I have a race coming up this Saturday. Um, It's the Kiwash Trail Half Marathon in Washington, Iowa. I'm kind of pumped. I haven't done just a half marathon for a little while. Well, I really haven't done many races this year. Thanks, COVID. Fuck off. But here we are. So I am sound probably sound a little echoey it's because I am sitting in an ice bath yes bathtub of cold water with ice in it well there's not really any ice in it right now because it's all melted but that's okay and I hate this I hate being cold I hate cold water I hate cold ice baths but man I tell you what are they like the most bombastic thing for recovery I've ever experienced embrace the suck my friends. Embrace the suck and just do it. It sucks. Oh my god, I hate it so bad. Sometimes I'll put a hoodie on and like wrap it up around just underneath my boobs so it doesn't get all wet and get in the water, but just to stay warm on the top part. I hate it when my belly gets cold. That really just bites the big one for me. That's that's where I struggle <laughs> So you're welcome for that visual for your day. So yes, back to back to school. And I know that there are a lot of people that are having a whole lot of different feelings about this right now. And, you know, everybody, uh, whatever your feeling is, whatever your stance is, whatever your view is, I I mean, man, you just got to do what you got to do what's best for you, what you feel is best for you. There's some people that you know. I mean, there's so many things that are going on right now, and it's a lot. And as parents in a very, you know, everybody shares everything kind of world, a lot of people pass judgment, and there's a a real big problem with. We all think we have to be freaking right. Eric and I were talking about this last night, and it was kind of funny because. I'm pretty hard-headed, and I'm very opinionated, and I'm very outspoken, but I'm not a dick about it most of the time, unless you're being stupid, and then I probably will be, but um, he's way more hard-headed and stubborn than I am, and it, it it's just that way. He's He has uh, a bigger, older mule inside of his brain than I do, <laughs> but that's okay, and there's a lot of people that that, you know, are, they get set in their ways, and this is just the way they are, and that's the way they are. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just different from other people. And we're all different. We're all human. Can you imagine how boring it'd be if we were all the same? We wouldn't have nothing to talk about. Like, nothing. Not even the weather, because our opinion on it would be the same. And boy, let me tell you about the weather this past week, this past two weeks. Holy crap. Um, not to, to, you know, delve too far off in squirrel land, but man, go look up derecho. If you don't, if you are not in Iowa, which most of the people who listen to my, my podcast are, y'all know what happened anyways, but if you happened to not be from my neck of the woods, go look up, uh, land hurricane derecho, it's D-E-R-E-C-H-O and, That's what we all been dealing with around here for the last two weeks solid. Nuts. Crazy, 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 crazy shit. And yeah, so I am super excited to get back to school and back to at least some semblance of normalcy. I mean, I don't know about you, but my kids being on summer vacation for six months, I am about to straight put myself in the MHI and throw me in a straitjacket in one of them little rubber rooms. Because I love my children, but I have freaking had it. I I'm just, they need to go back to school. They need to have back to their own lives. We just started soccer practice for Livia on Friday night. That was awesome. She was super pumped. Oh, it was great to see those girls just having fun and doing their thing and, you know, out running around and having a great time. And they need that. I mean, we as human beings are a social being, a social species, animal, whatever you want to call us. And we need that. And when we don't get that, we have severe emotional problems. We just do because we need that interaction with other people. And I know that there are a lot of people out there that are scared, that are very afraid. And I don't discount that at all you know if you if you're afraid of sending your kids back to school and you are going to homeschool them I'm still going to high five you because that's something I don't have the capacity to do it's just not there we tried when we got booted out of school in March and I'm telling you what I am not cut out to be a teacher and i always have had a great appreciation for our teachers cuz y'all do something i can't do and i thank you very much for being able to handle my children cuz i straight want to duct tape their mouths shut and not come in a closet cuz too much is too much and i'm just not i didn't go into education because that's just not where i need to be that is not what god put on my plate and i am perfectly fine with somebody else Doing that and yeah, and my homeschool mamas, I don't know how you do it, I just don't know how you do it. It's okay though, because you do do it and you do it well, and that's awesome. So, my kids are going back to school, and we actually are going from private school to public school this year Um, for a multitude of different reasons nothing majorly huge, but just a lot of things. And I decided that, or we decided that with. The changes that are going to be happening with school with all of the precautions for COVID and all this other, you know, loop-de-hoops and circus stunts that are going to be going on in school, why not now? Because nothing is the same or nothing's going to be really the same. Everything's, there's going to be a lot of new things for every kid. So why not be the new kid when there's going to be a lot more new things for every kid in school? Plus, it's time. It's just time for for us to move to there for some things for Alex and for Liv. And it just is time. So I'm really excited about it. We had a school tour on Thursday of last week. Both kids are really excited. Alex, Alex actually was even interested. <laughs> I about fell over. I just shut my mouth because I didn't want to ruin it. But he was actually seemed excited about, um, you know, the bigger school, the, the bigger classrooms, you know, going to the different teachers for the different subjects and that kind of thing. I think he's really is kind of excited about this. So we'll see how this all shakes out. I mean, it might go to hell in a handbasket in a big hurry, but going into it, I think he has a good attitude. So I'm hopeful that that continues and I hope he really thrives. So we'll just take it one day at a time and see how things go. So that's kind of an update in this crazy world we've been living in. And um, it's kind of funny with... I, had, I got to thinking about this with... I'm going to go back to the storm, the Show or Show or however... The, I don't even know how you pronounce it. But it happened on August 10th, which was a Monday. And we were supposed to get Alex's cast off his, his last cast after he crashed his four-wheeler and broke both wrists and had a head injury injury and all that crap. But we were supposed to get his cast off at 3 o'clock and in Cedar Rapids at PCI. So we were going to head down early um, to do some school shopping because I hadn't taken him school shopping yet, and uh, I still haven't. We're doing that this afternoon. So I was really busy with work stuff, and I wasn't able to get away when we wanted to go, which turned out to be a really good thing. So I dropped Livy off at my mom's house, and then we went to the bank and we headed south at about 10 after 2. And we were going down 380 and we got to center point and traffic is gridlock going south. So like, oh, well, shit, we'll just jump off here. We'll shoot around and go around through payload and then in on Blair's Ferry and catch 380. Somebody probably just wrecked or something dumb. You know, I had no idea. I had not turned on the radio, wasn't listening to the... I don't. I don't watch the news because I don't watch that garbage because they're just blabber and crap out their butt and yeah, just making people freak out. So I don't watch that. Well, maybe I should have turned the regular radio on <laughs> just to kind of see what was going on. But we got off there at Center Point, went around through Palo, got a couple miles down the road, and we were coming into Palo, just north of town, and there's like trees just flattened everywhere. And the further south we got towards Palo, the more we saw cornfields. It looked like somebody took one of the big rollers out and just flattened them. I mean, laying flat on the ground. It was crazy. I'm like, what in the heck happened here? And it, there's power lines down and there's trees on houses and just destruction like a tornado whipped through. Well, then it just kept going. And we, we, got, we turned on Blair's Ferry, went in on Blair's Ferry, and we got on... 380 and my phone wasn't working and I didn't really know this because I was on the phone and it's kind of a crappy service area going down through there anyways into payload so I was on the phone trying to get um, a payment made or a payoff done on the kids' little uh, ranger and I was on the phone with her and then I finally got off the phone and I had a text from one of our friends who drives truck and I saw him I met him on 380 and he saw me and he had, he said he tried to call me eight times. I never had a phone beep in or call beep in or nothing. He texted me and he said, how do you say that? Don't go to CR. If you're going to CR, be very careful. It's like a huge storm went through there and it looks like a war zone. I'm like, what are you talking about? You're nuts. So I called him and I talked to him and he's like, he told me what happened. And he was at Cargill trying to load bean mill when the storm hit. So that was kind of interesting, and I'm like, I just couldn't imagine what I was going to see when I got into town. So we got into town, and we got on 380, and traffic was still just like, ugh. It was like driving in Chicago, but it was like 2.30 in the afternoon on a Monday afternoon in Cedar Rapids, and it's like gridlock. I'm like, what the hell? And we're looking around, and it was just, just slow-crawling traffic, and we finally ended up, I'm like, okay, something seriously wrong here, you know, by that time we kind of figure out what had happened or that it was a major, major, major mess and damage, like unbelievable damage. So we were, and I never, okay, so I never run around like with my gas tank under a quarter. I get close to a quarter and I'm like filling up. Not I'll wait and do it tomorrow. Well, the one day I run myself low and think I'll just get it after we go to PCI. I'll still be sucking fumes, but it'll be all right. Yeah, no, that was a bad idea. So the storm hits and we're like sucking fumes here. (laughs) My gas light came on and I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, this is bad. Because obviously there's no power. There's trees just everywhere. So we slipped off on H Avenue, turned around and headed back north. And traffic was actually flowing north, which was a good thing. So I'm just like, we're just going to get the hell out of Dodge. We're going to go home. I don't know what's going on down here, but we are not getting our cast off today. Nor are we going school shopping. Well, little did I know the extent of the damage. The The damage flattened like 10 million acres of corn across the state of Iowa. It started over in Nebraska. Um, I just saw a report yesterday from the Quad Cities of 140 mile an hour wind peak. In Cedar Rapids. I mean you guys I can't even tell you how crazy, crazy amount of destruction was through there. But we we were at north out of town and we were gonna get off in Toddville, but they had no power to get gas. Center Point had no power. <laughs> so I'm going back north and my I read my Miles Till Empty says two at Center Point. It's about eight miles from Center Point to the first urbana exit i'm like oh this might not be good and i told alex i'm like dude we might be walking like legit walking and then so we got off at that exit and i looked over and saw the sign and they had no lights on so i'm like shit so we slipped back on 380 went to the second urbana exit and i'm just praying to god we're gonna make it we're gonna make it we're gonna make it and we pull in there and it's just people freaking everywhere Well, then the gas pumps were broken. So we had to, oh my God, it was such a screwing around. We ended up getting gas and I didn't run out and we made it home and we made it home safely. No issues, no nothing like that. But I called my mom and I was like, I need to go check on my friends because I had called Joy and, you know, having a phone conversation was like next to impossible. So we were texting back and forth and I was talking to Eric and I'm like, I can't even, we have to go see our friends and make sure they're okay. So we ended up going down to Joy's on Monday night and helping her cut some stuff off her garage. And then on Tuesday, we went back down, Eric and I did, and helped Carly. And Carly, we got the, we got the trees off her house on Tuesday. And then we had a bunch of crap we had to do around home on Wednesday. So Wednesday, we stayed home. And then Thursday, we went to my Aunt Carla's in Robbins. And she lives like in a forest. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And at her place, she had 10 trees on her house and garage. And they had some of them off, but oh my God. We spent all day Thursday there, or no, all day Friday, because we were home on Thursday. And we took the skid loader down on Friday to Carla's and worked all day. And then Saturday, we took myself this and Eric and my dad, and then two of our friends, Morgan and Brian Zook, went down with us and... On Saturday we worked at Carly's and got all the roofs or all the trees pulled off the garage because there were six big limbs. We were hooking the chain onto the back of the pickup and pulling limbs off their garage. It was ridiculous. So Sunday and Monday we were home, the following Sunday and Monday we were home. And then I went back down to Palo on Tuesday because I got a good friend, Kendra Arish. She lives in Palo and they were hit really bad. And they were having a hard time getting help, so I went down just myself and then and worked on Tuesday and then Wednesday and I think these dates are right I don't know if it was Wednesday Thursday whatever but went down took the skid loader down and worked for I don't even know 10 hours that day picking up cut up brush and pulling widowmakers down with the skid loader and just I mean there was the last place we worked at was in Covington which is just south of Palo and this the cutest old couple they're in their 90s okay And they live in um, a house and they're down a dead end road and they live in a forest. It was the guy's homestead. He grew up there. And I mean, we're talking trees, six foot diameter, huge, huge trees. And by the grace of God, none of them hit their house. I don't, I mean, I don't know what he had, what they have left to do on this planet, but there's something because they're, they are Fine. And a great big huge oak tree that was uprooted. Basically, anything that was not busted that was uprooted, it broke the roots at the base of the tree and ripped the tree out of the ground and pushed it over. It was insane. I've never seen anything like it. And there's, I've heard a lot of stories from a lot of the linemen and disaster people that do this crap for a living. And travel all over the place. And they've never seen such destruction. It's just craziness. I mean, and the pictures don't even begin to do it justice. There's images that are burned in my brain until probably the end of time. And I hope I never have to witness anything like this again. I wouldn't wish a disaster on this, like on anybody or any place. It's just, it was terrible. It's still terrible. People are finally getting electricity back, which is awesome. But it made me think... And, th- and this is why, why I'm talking about this is because it made me think, you know, there's a lot of hate and discontent and, you know, arguments among everybody right now about who's right about this and who's right about that, right? Everybody always has to be right. And I saw some people bitching about, and I'm, they were bitching, I'm going to call it what it is, they were bitching about the national media not covering the storm in Iowa, Okay. Well, whatever. I mean, we do what we have to do because that's just what we do. That's who we are here. And we rallied people, volunteers, equipment, and came together, you know, and just started cleaning up the mess because that's just what you do. And I really think that, and before this, you know, I felt like our community here in Iowa was was really starting to pull apart and divide over stupid political bullshit. I mean, it's... I don't want to say stupid, but it is stupid. But there are a lot of things that could go really wrong and cause a lot of bad things. I don't know. It's a lot. But the divisiveness was becoming extremely apparent here. And... I don't care what you believe, you know, whatever, but I feel like God was like, Hey, y'all you're getting out of control and you need to remember who you are, what you stand for and how you work. So here, I'm going to kick your ass for a minute and make you come together and work together and reunite as one community on Regardless of differences, I'm going to make you work together. And remember why why you are leaders and why you are such a strong region is because we do do the hard work. We do pull together and do the hard work. And maybe maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But that's how I feel about it. Because things happen for whatever reason. And I really don't know if we are in control or we are not in control. Because really, let's be, let's be real. We're not in control. We have no control. Things happen. We have control of our reaction to things, but we don't have any control over what's going to happen to us. You just have to take it in stride. And I really kind of think that it was like, you know... God serving up but hey guess what y'all are acting like a bunch of brats and it was it was like a, a wake-up call and I really hope that our friends and neighbors and people are able to continue on a good path a, a path of Togetherness and remember that, yeah, I mean, it's getting kind of a cliche thing that we're all in this together, but we really are. And if we can't work together and work through things, then we're pretty much screwed, guys. And we really need to put aside our differences and have some appreciation for our friends and neighbors and our family. So that's what I got for you for the day. I'm going to turn on the hot water now because I need hot water, I'm about a popsicle. (laughs) So you guys have a fantastic week. If you're starting school this week, high five to you, all my friends who are excited about sending their kids back to school. Those who are homeschooling or doing online schooling, man, I, I got to give you credit. I got to give y'all credit because I think you're freaking crazy. But it's awesome. It's a good thing. It's a good thing. We all got to do what we got to do. And everybody's situation is different. So do your thing, chicken wing. And we'll see you on the flip side. hope you've enjoyed today's podcast. Again, thank you for listening. Every listen counts. If you like what I'm putting out there, please share it with a friend and hit that subscribe button. Have questions, comments, feedback for me, shoot me an email at bringitonpc@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Have a wonderful day. Go kick ass.